Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. So uh, I'm going to start off with a few updates to cases we have been following. The biggest news from last week was that Robert Durst was finally convicted. I can't believe it. Uh, I really, honestly, I really thought he was just going to get away with it again this time. Yeah. Or it almost seems like one of those cases that just never has a conclusion. Yeah. Like he dies or something during the trial. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he was convicted on Friday of murdering his best friend 20 years ago. That is the woman, Susan Berman. Uh, He is 78 years old and was convicted of first degree murder. Uh, She was shot point blank range in the back of her head in December of 2000. Uh, And basically... The, the motive is that she was going to tell police uh, how she helped cover up his wife's killing. So that's how that all went down. I really want to cover her at some point, point yeah. because she um, is the daughter of a Vegas mobster. Yeah. And that was sort of something they used to muddy the waters. Like maybe it was connections to uh, the mob, et cetera. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty big. As we know, there's tons of ins and outs. And the people who made that documentary, The Jinx, are really taking credit. And I guess rightfully so, because they really brought it back to light, the Susan Berman murder especially. And he basically, they had something that a lot of the other cases didn't have. Him on tape saying he did it. Right. <laughs> like, And that had to like um, had to be something that was in the jury's mind, I would imagine. I mean, how do you even get a jury at in Los Angeles, especially, that hasn't watched the Jinx? And it really backfired in more than just that way. He testified in his own defense, Idiot. which is a huge no-no. <laughs> especially if you're Robert Durst. Yeah. Especially and if you're Robert Durst. It really backfired because he had to admit lying under oath. He um, probably burped on the stand. <laughs> Well, we know he had diarrhea one week, <laughs> so who the hell knows what's he, going on? He probably talked about the diarrhea on the stand. He has the digestive tract of a of a guilty man. <laughs> 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 Things are just getting out of him. So yeah, uh, I don't think he has a sentencing yet, but that should probably be happening soon. But he was convicted. So finally, some justice in that case. Now, the other big trial that we have been covering is the Elizabeth Holmes trial. Okay, I'm going to get into some of her text messages that were sort of leaked or put out into the world this week. I'm going to save the best for last. But there was more because I only had seen the one that everyone probably saw on Twitter. Now, were were these text messages made public because they're evidence? Um, How were they leaked? I don't think that they were made evidence. I think that they, like I'm seeing here in this article on CNBC that like 600 pages of this stuff, um, private text messages and Skype messages between Elizabeth Holm and her boyfriend, Sonny Balwani, were just obtained by CNN. I'm sorry, CNBC. So I don't know. 
I have no idea. Like they hacked her phone? Or they just got them through some other source, right? Wow. So some of the messages um, that she wrote to Sonny Balwani, or maybe he leaked them. Because, you know, they're not being tried together. And I think they've turned on each other at this point. Yeah. So he's possibly he leaked them in order to make her look crazy. And they do. Uh, one of the texts, um, first of all, it's every woman's nightmare to see all of these texts because no matter what she's saying, his responses are always like, uh, you know, yeah, okay, <laughs> that kind of stuff. I'll get into the one we're going to talk about in a second. But this one is also pretty funny. Uh, she is texting her boyfriend. She goes into um, all of these things about meetings and stuff like that. She says to him, no response after 10 minutes. And he finally responds, awesome. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> awesome is a big thing for him. He says it several times. So this one says, my new life of as of this night and forevermore, total confidence in myself, best business person of the year. And what did he say? He said, awesome. <laughs> so she's trying to be all pumped up. And his stuff is just literally, it makes it look like she is the girl who has all this relationship and he's just literally like not, doesn't care at all. Are these text messages from before she no. was exposed? Yes. Okay. These are like at the height of their loving relationship. When she was actually like going to be someone. Yes. Okay. So this is on the rise up. So he's not even that into her then. Now the one that everyone uh, was really talking about on Twitter is one that's more of a romantic uh, text they, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Did you see this? Of course. So she's texting him. She says to him, she, so this is like a romantic thing. She calls him in these texts, my tiger, my king. Those are common uh, things she says to him. At some point she says, you are a breeze and desert for me, my water and ocean meant to be only together, tiger, madly in love with you and your strength. About 15 minutes later, he replies, I am tired today, <laughs> spending much so, so much time on bullshit and none on software, anything that builds up our product. So he's basically like, he doesn't even respond to He that. doesn't even respond to her poem, <laughs> which is embarrassing. Look, if I wrote that to some guy... It sounds like Savage Garden lyrics. Yeah. If I wrote that to some guy and they were going to read it in court, I would just plead guilty. <laughs> I'd be like, like, enough, done. I don't we're want done. that ever... Come, like, I, I can't even... Like, I'd rather have nudes leak than something yeah. like that. Like, like, that is just so embarrassing. What about what you texted me, the first thing you texted me today, this morning? Oh, I, oh shit. What was it? Oh, I really want fried dough. Oh, yeah. That was my first waking thought. <laughs> I'm so hungry for fried dough. Don't you just think like a piece of dough fried and then you put Rolled a little powdered sugar. sugar on it? Yes, I want that right. You, <laughs> you know donuts? what I'm talking about? Yes. Well, not donuts though. Just like a, you, you, you cut it into a chunk and throw it into the oil. Like, I uh, guess technically that's a donut, but you know what I'm saying? Like uh, a zeppoli or like any kind of fried dough. Yeah. So, I'm kind of excited that they're on uh, opposite sides. I think that's going to make it really good. You mean entertaining? Uh, yes, entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think either one of these people are very good people. Yeah. Uh, so I don't care. Now, this is a little bit more of a serious story. I don't think I actually knew exactly all the details about this. This is the story about um, Jennifer Huff. 
who is the woman that was raped by Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty. I didn't know the details of this story. Did you know the details? I know about her husband, but I don't know details. Well, her... Jennifer Huff, the victim of Kenneth Petty, went on the reel this week to basically tell her side of the story because she has been really been sort of like, they've been coming at her, Nikki and her husband. They want her to retract her accusations. He's convicted of this crime. So it's not just retracting an accusation. This guy has been convicted of raping Jennifer. Uh, and this, they, was a, this was like a while ago, yes. right? So... So Patty is 43 years old now, and this happened when he was 16 and Jennifer was 16. Basically what happened is um, she like got off the school bus. He followed her and took her at knife point into a house and raped her. Uh, And she like immediately turned him in. Like this was not something that happened 20 years later. You know what I mean? This happened immediately. So this conviction happened a long time ago yeah, too. Yeah, he was convicted of this crime. Yeah. And now that he's married to Nikki, well, the thing is, I think that he doesn't want to register as a sex offender anymore. That's basically my uh, understanding of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. They want her to retract her story so that he won't have to register for a sex uh, as a sex offender. Well, does it even matter if he's been convicted? I have no idea. But they're trying to pay her off. Then when she doesn't accept their payoffs, they've offered her as much as $500,000 to retract her story. Uh, And she has refused all of these offers. They say, well, we'll just give it to someone else who will put your hat... Like, they've threatened her, like, sort of insinuated that someone's going to take care of her if she doesn't take the money. So Jennifer's saying, like, she's telling this information this week? on the reel with uh, Garcelle. Yeah, I know Garcelle. Yeah, from The Real Housewives. So, I mean, it seems pretty clear to me that Nikki married this guy and doesn't want to have to deal with all of his baggage, but you kind of can't really make that stuff disappear. Now, this is Nikki's, like, I think this was her sort of first love, and they got back together at some point. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I realized the extent of his crime, and I think it's pretty fucked up what they're doing to her, uh, and they should just leave her the fuck alone. And and, she, and they have to deal with the consequences of his actions. Like, yeah, that's just the way it is. It's a pretty dark story. Yeah, it's not it's not as uh, juicy as the big ball, her cousin's big balls. <laughs> No, that, that that was a fun that was a fun story. This, That's a fun Nikki th- story. This one not so fun. No. Um, okay. So these next ones are a little more fun. I think a good for by visibility week, week this week. Uh, Elvira revealed her girlfriend that she's had for nineteen years. So, she <laughs> somebody tweeted. They were like, "How do you, as Elvira's girlfriend, keep it a secret for nineteen years that you've been fucking Elvira?" Yeah, I mean, she's super hot. She's so as hot. Elvira and Cassandra, uh, both good looking, both hot. Uh, yeah. So this is like my dream for every middle aged woman who's divorced and looking for love <laughs> that they find the perfect woman. Finally, <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah. So she revealed this. I guess she has a memoir out that's probably pretty good. And yeah. This is where she uh, revealed it. So I'm happy for Elvira. And guess where they met? Our old Jim. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that Gold's Gym Hollywood. <laughs> Which means if she was a trainer at Gold's, we've probably run into this woman was before. She, is she still a trainer? Is that what she does? She That's works so funny. there. Yeah, she's yeah. a trainer there. Uh, her name is Teresa. Uh, I think they call her T. So yeah. 
So this is kind of a blast from a past. The past Tiger King 2 is coming to Netflix. It is? Yes. Why do we need part two? I have no idea. They said it's coming back and it's going to be more madness and mayhem. Uh, it, it kind of reminded me when quarantine first started and that was all we had. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make a prediction. I think people are burnt out on Tiger King. Yes. I think I think I think there was a lot of mad I think it was so oversaturated like it was the only thing everyone could talk about. I don't know how popular part 2 is going to be. I bet you it's going to be popular cuz by the time it airs enough time might have passed. I don't know. I mean the thing with Tiger King through no fault of its own, it oversaturated the market because nothing was happening those first few months of quarantine. Right. And that was literally it. And everyone was watching. And it. everyone watched it and it was like we were all sitting at home not knowing what the fuck was going on. Right. So I definitely feel like I don't know what else they're going to have because he's in prison. Right. Uh like but what, what other story is there to tell? I have no idea. I mean, I'm probably going to see what happens. And if it seems good, I'll watch it. Yeah. Because by the time it airs, maybe I'll want to know some more about Joe Exotic. Exotic. <laughs> because it, it just reminded me when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, remember we had no like minis because no <gasps> news was happening. Right. And all we had was like Tiger King and like maybe Lenny Dykstra some, or, or like <laughs> celebrities in quarantine. Like we didn't have any uh, stories to do for, for minis. Yeah. Except for Tiger King. So I have a soft spot for it. Uh, other news. This will be good for Rachel. I know she'll want to buy it. The conjuring house has been listed for $1.2 million just two years after its last sale. Now this house is in Rhode Island and is supposedly haunted by the spirit of a witch. It is an infamous haunted house. It's up for sale. Anyone interested in buying this house should be aware, however, that it is the inspiration for the highly successful Conjuring movies and is said to be haunted. Uh, would you buy it? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Are you kidding me? So this house is from the first film of this horror movie series. Um, it is a three-bedroom, two-bath house in Burlville, Rhode Island. Uh, the <laughs> listing... The house is referred to as an extraordinary piece of cultural history. That's such a real estate way of saying haunted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it looks great. I'm sure they've done all sorts of uh, bullshit upgrades to it. There is no fucking way that I'm living in a known haunted house. Are you kidding me? Well, this was, if you don't know the movie, this is from 2013. The Perone family moved into this house in the 70s. While they were there, they claimed to experience supernatural phenomena. And the house was investigated by Ed and Lorraine Warren. Uh, and furthermore, I don't want Ed and Lorraine Warren's energy in my house. What <laughs> I don't want. That's more important. I don't want scam energy in no. my house. So this house was supposedly haunted by a witch who lived there during the 1800s. Um, the listing says <laughs> the current caretakers have reported countless happenings in the house and have turned overnight guest bookings and group events on the property into a steady, successful business. So maybe this is like a little uh, Airbnb action. Right. Maybe it's a business opportunity. <clears throat> yeah. I think a lot of people want to stay in these houses. But can you imagine buying this house and you didn't turn it into a uh, an Airbnb or an inn of some kind or a museum and then you just have like idiots outside your house taking pictures all right. day and you're like i'm trying to raise my family right 
I'm trying to clean the blood off the walls and yeah. raise my family. Yeah. It's a full-time job. <laughs> Please. Uh, so yeah, the things that they hear are footsteps, knocks from empty parts of the house. Rooms will flash light even if there's no lights on in the room to begin with. They feel a presence there, Rachel, but it doesn't feel like an evil presence. <laughs> I have enough trouble getting to sleep at uh, night. Yeah. I mean, it does look like a nice New England style house. It's Can got I see the, a picture? It's got like the old wood clapboard. That looks like a cabin. It just has like a very old wood finish. It needs to be fixed up a bit more. It looks like the Quaker Oak guy lives there. Yeah. It's very New England. Um, I feel like it needs a little refurb. It needs, it For does. For 1.2? Like, what am I buying the fucking ghosts? Right. No, I want my house to look nice. This needs a paint job. It does. Please. Get get some, get some fucking, what do they call it? Stylist? When they, oh, they like oh, the stage room, the home. The stagers? Yeah, stage this home. Paint it. I have some, I have some ideas. Call me. Okay. <laughs> Look, do we have the sign on our wall where it's like how many days we've had since we've mentioned a shit story? <laughs> Wait, that's a really good idea. We should have a whiteboard in here. It's, we, I feel like it's been 24 days since we've mentioned shit on the mini episode. We did talk about diarrhea earlier in the episode. Okay. Well, this episode has even more shit Fabulous. Coming. Okay. So this headline is alleged pizza roll pooper apprehended, <laughs> apprehended after Oklahoma grocery store incident. What? There is so much happening in this headline. Believe me, when I saw this, I put it right in my little, my little list of stories to do. I knew, I knew this one was a keeper. Where's um, this out of? I love, this is out of Huffington Post. Uh, first of all, the story has a warning. Note to our readers, some people may find the below description of the crime offensive. Oh. That's that makes me read further. I'm the person who clicks an autopsy photo when it has the warning. <laughs> They're like, please don't click unless you want your life ruined. And I'm like, I do. Um Shirley Wright Johnson had a crappy shopping experience on Wednesday, literally. They love writing these things. They They're like, what's what's a euphemism for they, shit? They act like it's beneath them, but then here come the puns. Well, you know they have um, one window open when they're <laughs> writing this for like poop euphemisms or other words because they cram as many in as possible. Right, they're Johnson? Like, she was wiped out all day. She was wiped out all day. Uh Wright Johnson said she was picking up some items at a grocery store in Moore, Oklahoma with her two daughters when she reached for a bag of frozen pizza rolls. She quickly discovered something else was in her hand. Human excrement. No. Jesus Christ. Ah. <laughs> How? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I can't close this pop-up. Dude, you know how they hide the X? Yes. Like, where's the fucking X? And then every time I try to click it, it like goes to the link. Dude, I'm going to lose it. Okay, wait a second. The suspense is killing me. Okay, you have to pause it. I literally cannot close this X. Okay, we're back. She quickly discovered something else in her hand. Human excrement. I pick up a bag of pizza rolls and there's literally shit. She's (laughs) in the video. Human shit. Excuse my language. (laughs) 
Someone defecated inside a supermarket freezer onto a bag of Totino's <laughs> pizza rolls, then covered the mess with another package of the treats, police told the TV station. I grabbed the bag. I felt something smushy on the bag, so I turned it over, and there it was, Wright Johnson said. I was upset. I was disgusted. I feel like I was violated. I love her. The ride home was miserable, she said, even though she had quickly scrubbed her hands. All the way home, my kids were still were like, Mom, I can smell it. I can smell it. I'm like, I smell it too, baby. She told Oklahoma City CBS affiliate KWTV. The kids were roasting her. Dude, it's just disgusting. That's the only word I can use. It's disgusting and horrible. More police using surveillance video from the scene of the crime flushed out a man (laughs) identified as a person of interest. He was booked into Cleveland County Detention Center on unrelated charges while the poop probe continued. A police... (laughs) Poop probe? They're getting it, Rachel. A police spokesperson told the smoking gun that the man's name will be released if formal charges are filed. The man also was reported taking picture of women at the grocery store. Police, this guy had a whole thing happening. He, he like <laughs> this guy is like a, a buffet of of different ways to violate people. Very and like very minor, but the worst. <laughs> Like, we're not talking murder, but these should be class one felonies, in my opinion. Like, can you just picture him sticking his butt over the pizza rolls and then trying to cover it? Like, you have to never buy pizza rolls again at that point, right? I'm done. Like, poor Totino's. Like, they're through no fault of their own. I was going to say, they don't mention the brand name, but we all know it's Totino's. <laughs> Totino's. We know it's Totino's. The Who only makes thing. pizza Nobody. rolls? It's Is just that a thing? It's just Totino's. I'm not buying any pizza rolls except for Totino's. They the market on those. No. I, Can you, you imagine those kids were probably like, Mom, get the pizza rolls. Well, it's kind of like when... Um, my mom broke her ankle when she was carrying the pizza. Oh, right. Uh, this was like when my brother and I were 10 or 11. We were like, no, we were younger. We were definitely younger. We were like eight. And my mom was coming out of La Coco's Pizza in San Anselmo one night. And she, we were watching her from the back seat carrying this giant box of pizza. And then all of a sudden, we just see the pizza box go up in the air. And my mom went down. And the first thing out of our mouths was, Mom, the pizza. Yeah. And she had like twisted her ankle or broken it really bad. This woman is like an A-plus witness. Yeah. Like I love her whole vibe. Like I like how she... First of all, I I love women like that who curse a ton and they're like, excuse my language. Can I see a picture of her? uh, There's no picture of her. She doesn't want to be associated with this story. (laughs) Well, she's forever going to be poop hands. Yeah, I mean, I could maybe look it up, but she's not in this article and she wasn't in any of the other ones that came up when I was trying to close that fucking axe. Um, But I love her. I mean, she's a mom, so she's probably a younger um, woman, right? But yeah, I, I I just feel bad for her. That, that I would be traumatized. I would never grab anything out of the frozen aisle ever again. Can you imagine? I that a, is just so awful. I have another question about the logistics of the situation. Yeah. Did the guy... 
<laughs> I, I'm going to follow oh, up on just, this story. Believe me. Check it out. Did did the guy <laughs> did the guy pull down his pants in the grocery store and take a shit directly into the freezer, or did he BYO shit? No, it, I think it seems like he shit there. Like because then he covered it up, he right? But he didn't bring a bag of his own. Right? Shit. Didn't we do a story where someone did bring a bag of shit, or maybe <laughs> we were just speculating? Right? Yeah. Oh, they do have a picture of him. He like has in, like a, it's like a grainy uh, photo. He's like on the phone. He looks young. He looks really young and not even that bad looking, to be honest. No. I mean, he has some other problems <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's that good looking. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the video to see if we can get a look at this woman. Um, yeah. What was the, what was that story with the shit in the grocery store? I think you covered it. I, I feel like it was shit in the backseat of a cop car. Oh, that was one. I thought there was something with a shit in the grocery store. Well, we had a listener write in and explain to us his theory on how the person who shit in the back of a cop car did, oh, yeah. did so with while handcuffed. That was really disturbing because it was accurate. I know that that's what happened. Right. But the person, this person was very talented. They not only shit in the back of a cop car, they threw it at the cop. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Yeah. Oh, see, like the news point, the news uh, broadcast, they're, they're actually showing the aisle with the, t- the frozen pizza rolls. They are Totinos. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, here's the woman. So she looks really nice. Let me see her. Well, now they're showing text. So Aww. she's just like a young mom. She looks perfectly normal. I feel normal. bad for her. I do too. I would be so traumatized. Oklahoma, get your shit together. <laughs> That's how you end the article. Stop. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Stop. Excuse po- my stop, language. Stop pooping around. <laughs> Get serious. Um, yeah. So that's all my stories. All right. Let's take a quick break. Okay. We'll be right back. Hey there. It's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi, did you watch anything spectacular or listen to anything great this week? Podcasts? Um, let's see. I, okay, I started watching a very bad show that I'm addicted to after one episode. It sucks ass. And it's one of those shows that's so bad that I literally cannot believe I have to wait a week in between episodes. What is it? It's called The Lost Symbol. It's by what? it's by the guy who did the Da Vinci Code. Wait, is it like a symbol like a musical, like a drum? No, it's like no, it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's S Y M B O L. It's like the Da Vinci The Lost Symbol. What what even is that show? I thought it was like a Hardy Boys in yeah. band, band. The Lost practice. Symbol in the Adventure of the Hardy Boys. Uh no, it is it is like all, uh, <laughs> what's it called? The Masons. Oh, the Freemasons? Yeah, it's like that kind of shit symbols. Yeah. Um, like it's like, oh, we're in the Smithsonian. <laughs> this is the young Robert Langdon. What did you network? ever see Da Vinci Code? I did. I thought so the first one this was This is good. him, Tom Hanks' character, younger. Like this is his first case. Oh, it's the same character. Yeah. Oh. I, I think, honestly, I think all of his books are the same character. Do I know for sure? No, but I'll put it out there. <laughs> Uh, Eddie Izzard is in it. Love Eddie Izzard. Great. And yeah, it sucks though. It's not good. Yeah. What but network it's, is it? It, I mean, when I say it's not good, you know what I mean. Where are you I'm watching I'm still this? watching it. It's on Peacock. It's a new show <laughs> on Peacock. This reminds me of that one I watched where the teacher fucks the kid. It's called, I think it was called The Teacher and it was on Hulu. Oh yeah. You and were- it was not that good, but I had to wait a week in between episodes and it was the most frustrating thing because it's like, I'll do it for Mayor. Yeah. But I have to do it for a bad show. It's like, no, I want to binge this shit as fast as I can. Like, I don't want to drag out my shame watch of something for weeks. No. And there's 10 episodes. So I'm going to have to do this for 10 weeks and continue watching a show I barely like because nothing's on. So that's what I'm watching. That, uh, I started watching Billions again. Like you're watching the new season. Yes. So the new... This show that I was watching, season five abruptly ended when quarantine started. So season five is now back. So it's like technically not a new season, but new episodes. So I watched the three episodes that are up now. I had to resubscribe to Showtime because I got (laughs) to get my billions. (laughs) There's nothing else on. The the sad thing is Paul Giamatti shaved his beard. What? Which is very uh, unquarantine of him, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, So... It's very good. I miss all the characters and I'm not going to give anything away, but the last episode I watched, which I think was episode nine, something happened so good that I started crying and then I had to rewatch the episode. (laughs) It's so lame too. So I need you to watch it so you can see how stupid I am. Okay. There was something about it though. I was just like, thank you. Like it was so satisfying and then I had to rewatch the episode because I was like, I need to see everything again that leads up to this. Right. So uh, I love that show. That's just like the best trashy show. I don't know why it's so good to me, but it is. Uh, I feel like I watched 
something else. Oh no, but I am excited because a friend of mine uh, gave me access to Dear Evan Hansen, so I might hate watch it. Oh, fun! So that'll be fun. Oh, I saw Candyman. How was it? Uh, <laughs> here's how Candyman was. When I was initially watching it, I was like, oh, this is not as bad as everyone said. And then at some point I was like, oh, <laughs> now I get what everyone was saying. That's so disappointing. I mean, it's perfectly fine. You're, if you watch it, you're gonna, it's going to be fine. You're going to enjoy it. It's yeah. not scary, first of all, which the first Candyman was very scary. very scary. Yeah. So that aspect was weird to me. Like I'm telling you, it's like the least scary movie ever, and I don't quite know why. It's obviously an interesting enough story. The performances are all good. It looks really cool and good. It's yeah. just not 100% there. I don't yeah. know uh, what it is. It could be one of those things, too, where you have high hopes and it just doesn't live up to them, so it's more disappointing seeming. Yeah. Because it's not a poorly made movie. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, so, yeah, that was my exciting That was my exciting one. Well, what about you? Oh, well, we know. Oh, boy. Jesus. Get the fucking tissue box. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, I I've been crying all day today because I finished Six Feet Under last night. It might have been early this morning. I finished it. I I stayed up all night. I didn't sleep last night, dude. I remember doing that with shows where I couldn't stop watching. I would be up till like six a.m. I think I watched the finale. I watched the series finale of Six Feet Under at like six a.m. today. Needless to say, I have been in tears, not even joking, actual literal tears. I have cried multiple times today, not A, because I'm sad the show's over, but mostly because if you've seen Six Feet Under, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The series finale is like the biggest fucking gut punch. It's a tearjerker. I mean, I have never been this affected by a TV show before, I don't think, where it carried into the next day. Yeah. Where I was still thinking about it. Where like I've cried at plenty of in the moment while I'm watching. Right. But this one has stayed with me for some reason and it's really fucked up. I don't know if the moon is like still in Pisces or some shit. I don't know what's going on with me, but all day I have been feeling like absolute ass. Maybe you needed a cry. You know what? I might, I haven't cried in a while. So maybe you needed a cry, and this was obviously sad, but <sighs> that's why it's staying with you, because that's what happens to me. Yeah. If something hits me as sad, and it doesn't have to be a TV show or a movie, I will cry about it for like five days yeah. afterwards, yeah. just like randomly burst into tears every time I think about it. Oh, uh, I just, I feel exhausted. Yeah. I feel Those like- kind of cries- are draining yeah. when you cry that hard. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's and you're bad. emotionally f- drained and fucked. And I think then because you cried so hard during it, you're just more uh, tender for like the day after, I think. I'm yeah. so tender right now. Be yeah. nice to me, guys. I'm very tender right now. Um, with her big fucking gallon of water. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm trying to make you laugh. <laughs> She's got to replenish those tears. <laughs> I have my gallon bottle of water that I drink every day. The handle kills me. Well, that little plastic. Because I look like one of those assholes from the gym. Oh, my God. Oh, we used to make fun of those guys. I know. And now I am that guy. Absolutely. Uh, so is that all you watched? or I mean, that seems like it took a lot of your time. <laughs> Like I could start crying again right now if I felt okay. like it. Uh, that's all I've been watching for the past two months. Um, 
Brendan's out of town right now. Like I really like. I, I'm I have alone. a lot of things coming up that I'm looking forward to. Yes, I want to watch the Saints of Newark. Yes, the Sopranos prequel. Me too. Uh, Succession is coming back. Right, there's another show that's coming back in April. In uh, uh, I'm sorry, October. I can't remember what it is, but that was something I was like, oh, that right. looks good. Right. Um. So yeah, Dexter. Oh, Dexter, right. That's coming. Yeah, there's a few things that are coming that I'm looking forward to. Honestly, I'm probably going to start Dexter and be like, David. I know. (laughs) Now you have a different context for him. It's so funny. Like I said last week on our mini episode, Michael C. Hall, he's one of my favorite actors. One of our best actors, I think. He's really good. He he needs to be in more things. I need to see him way more than I see him. So I am excited to see Dexter come back. Uh, so yeah, that's all I got as far as um, the books. I, I have a lot of books because I have some good episodes planned. Yeah. I, have I, I also coming. just got, I'm not going to do an episode on this unless there's something really juicy in it, but I also got uh, Bruce Springsteen's autobiography. I don't know why it's like, <laughs> I got so horny for him today because <laughs> it's his birthday and I posted so like, a, book. so then I was like, I'm going to buy his book like it's going to be porn or something. <laughs> Like he's going to tell sex stories on it. Like, what was I thinking? That's such a deranged purchase. That's how I, that's like my horny act out now. I'm like so uh, old. (laughs) Ooh, we doggy. I'm going to read his autobiography about working class values. Do you know that my mom went to go see Bruce Springsteen when she was like five months pregnant with me? Oh. And then she took me to a Grateful Dead concert when I was a year old. That's why I am the way I am. I went to a lot of concerts, too, as a child. I went to way too many fucking concerts. I feel like I went to more concerts as a baby than I did as an adult. Like, I don't know what I was exposed to. I don't know how many times Wavy Gravy was around when I was an infant. I was pissed on at a concert. (laughs) What? I'm not kidding. What concert? It was Leonard Skinner. <laughs> this is so Florida. This is so sad. So we were walking. It was a big stadium. How old were you? Um, <laughs> it was like a revival tour. Like it was like after, it wasn't like the set, you know, it was like, I don't remember but exactly. you were a what kid. You, I was a kid. It was like one of their tours where they were like back. So it wasn't even like the original band, obviously. A lot of them died in the plane crash. <laughs> so it was obviously that. But even like some of the other guys weren't in it. So it was right. like one of those bands. And see, my mom, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. That's where they're from. So my mom knows, like knew them. Wait, they're not up. from Alabama? No. What? I'm blowing her mind. No. But they have the song that's called... Yes. But But sometimes people sing songs about other states. I wouldn't. (laughs) Me either. Could you imagine me singing a song that was like, I love Kansas. Alabama sounds better than Florida. Sweet home Florida. (laughs) Like you can't do it. Uh, I have no idea. We should investigate. Anyway, uh, so that's why I was at that concert. uh, And then I wanted to leave... Because it's boring. <laughs> it was at a huge stadium. This is on Long Island at a like stadium when I lived on Long Island. And I was... Oh, so you weren't even in Florida at this concert? No, because my are- mom knew them. So we went to the fucking concert on Long Island. It was sold out in Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> I, at some point, we were going to go... And I, we were, it's like stadium seating. Like right. it's a big thing. Walking down the stair, walking down the stairs, 
um, there was like a string going across the aisle and I put my hand through it to move it and I kept doing it and my hand was wet and I followed the stream and some guy's dick was out of his pants (laughs) and he was pissing across the aisle, but he was shit faced. So he was just standing there with his dick out pissing in the fucking concert. And I was trying to move his piss stream thinking it was like a string across the aisle. Oh, you thought it was string, but it was, it was piss. It was piss. It was like a string, a string of piss that I thought was some kind of like rope tie off or like string going across the aisle. So the pee was projectile? Yes. That is disgusting. So I kept hitting it with my hand to move it and it was going, my hand was going through it. Then I put two and two together. (laughs) That was the saddest reveal ever. (laughs) Let me tell you, following that string to see where it was coming from, it was a horror. It was like a jump scare. Oh my God. (laughs) So yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I don't even remember how we got on that. Oh, oh I got peed on at a concert. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that story. Disgusting. Like, that's like, I'm like the Tatino's woman. I felt that pain for weeks after. I was so disturbed by my own actions. I was like, how could you do that? But you would have ever guessed. Be, you shouldn't be disturbed. The guy with the dick out. In right. But you know, you blame yourself. <laughs> You blame yourself. I had never gone to a concert like that before. Oh Everyone was wasted. Oh, I bet. Uh, so yeah, anything eating? What'd you listen to? Oh fuck. Let me see. It's always a reveal because I really, I my brain is Swiss cheese. I don't remember what I did. I don't either. Um, let's see. <laughs> I was going through something. So my first is Johnny Gill, and then I also have Thong Song. <laughs> Listening to Johnny Gill and Cisco, I ha- and I also listened to Genuine because I think I was listening wow. to that song about the pants. Oh, in them jeans, in them jeans, yeah. And then I listened to Thong Song, and Dude, then I listened to you Rub, you, Rub You the Right Way. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think what happened is I went on Thong Song Radio. Oh, that was actually that's a good station. It was a probably. good station because yeah. it was all nineties R and B, but it was actually very good. It made me realize I love songs with strings section in it. You know how Thong Song has that string section? Yeah. A song with a string section in it that's like a pop or R&B rap type song, it's always really good to me. So that's what I listen to. It's good. What about you? Uh, Okay. I uh, listen to Dr. Octagon. Cool Keith, a.k.a. Ooh, AKA yeah. Cool Keith, from his album, Dr. Octagonicologist. Very <laughs> horny album. Wait, so we were both horny music. Yeah. You know what? I was also... I. This is a classic album from my uh, teen years. Well, I mean, I wasn't a teenager when it came out, but I listened to it a lot when I was... A, I guess, think I was in a spooky, horny mood. Ooh. It's a spooky, horny album. Yeah. So... Spooky horny. Cool is Keith good. is a very horny rapper. Yeah, to he me. is horny. He's very horny. Like he has a whole album called Sex Style, but I think Doctor Octagonicologist is equally as horny of an album. Um, what kind of doctor is he? <laughs> he treats all kinds of stuff, including <laughs> pussy issues. I'm sure. <laughs> One time I did uh, tweet that like a long time ago that I only get 
my or I wish I could find a gynecologist as good as Cool Keith, and he favorited my tweet. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he like? Did you tag him? Or I did didn't he, tag him. So he like name searched or, somebody or someone showed it. Someone showed it. Look at this, Cool Keith. Uh, I, I did see someone sent me this um, tweet today by uh, Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> he tweeted today that uh, he had. Wait, sorry, I have to find it. He tweeted today that uh, it had been 40 months since he's been arrested. Good for him. I Good was for proud you, of him. Lenny Dykstra. Oh, wait, did I talk about the Mets documentary? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I watched that. But I also, <laughs> I was laughing because also on my playlist, uh, before I got to Genuine, uh, it was the Let's Go Mets song. <laughs> They had a song called Let's Go Mets during the 86 season. Yeah. It's honestly the worst song. But when I saw it in the documentary, I was like, I was like, I kind of like that dumb song. Yeah. You know when a sports team gets a song, it's always so awful. You know what's... Jesus. Do you hear that helicopter? I do. Do you know what sports song I love and it has nothing to do with me because I'm not from Chicago? Oh, yeah. Go Cubs, go. <laughs> go Cubs, go. Well, this one also had a video. And then they would play it like at every game. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I feel like they used to do that back in the day. They don't do that anymore. There's also like, it's the most 80 sounding jam ever. It's really poorly produced, but it has like a, like, do it. It's like, da da. It like rises up like that, that moment. Yeah, I like, know what you're talking about. <laughs> and there's like a guitar lick And too. then like, they change an octave. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Da 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 da. Bow. Let's go. Matt. Like, it's so lame. And these poor guys had to do the video and you could tell that they're like, not that into it, but they're like, eh, it's our season. We have to like get into it. Yeah. So you see these cool guys uh, doing it. I wonder if Lenny did. Probably not. So probably it was after not. the 86? No, it was during 86. <laughs> but, but he, he was like, he was probably not there. I don't remember seeing him. Like Gary Carter, obviously very into it. Yeah. But um, did you, did I ever tell you our friend is uncle, her uncle is Gary Carter? What? Yeah. Holler at me. God, she has like the best she told celebrity me that, stories. She was telling me that and she's like, My 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 aunt married a baseball player. And I was like, Who? <laughs> I was like, um, but this is very relevant to my interest. And she's like, Oh, you probably wouldn't know he paid he used to play for the eighty he paid for the eighty six Mets. And I was like, Excuse me, that's like literally my fucking life. Right. And then she told me who his her aunt is in this documentary because Gary Cotter obviously died like ten years ago. Uh, and she's like there to represent his point of view. So she's in the documentary like a wow. ton. I keep meaning to text her. Wow. Because it was like, I felt like I was like, I, I know someone in the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> through someone, through someone, through someone. Like, wow. Uh, yeah. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Isn't that funny? She has so many crazy connections. That's a really random one. Totally. Because uh, they were like high school sweethearts. Right. Um, and like were married up until he died. So, uh, love it. 
yeah. I need to give her my new address because she used to send me the sweetest like Hanukkah cards and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. I think she just got married at the Madonna Inn. That's a good venue. I honestly was like, I will get married if I get, get do it there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. I love it. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's all I got for this week. That's all I got this week too. We're going to do our after show because we didn't do it yesterday. So head on over to Patreon at the $5 tier. You get access to all of our after shows among many hundreds of other bonus yeah. contents. Do it. All right, bye. Bye.